I've just arrived in Norwich and my hotel room is gorgeous. I got it for 80 quid and it's a beautiful little garden room straight out into the garden for Bernie. And she's currently eating out the bins. Get out of there now! Get out of there, you pig! Um, I need to take her for a walk, poor thing. But very happy to be here. I could quite happily fall asleep for a week. Norwich tomorrow. Got to do a post about it today, let people know that I'm here. I'm excited. Hello, I'm in Norwich and that was so embarrassing. So I walked into the Theatre Royal and I was like, hi, I think I'm on tonight, but you've got so many more seats available than I thought you would. And they were like, oh no, you're not here. You're at the Playhouse, which is a different theatre. We've got Alan Carr on here tonight. And I was like, oh, pants. Although I can't wait till I'm selling out thousands of seats, right? So now I'm going on my way to the Playhouse to check it out. I had a lovely night's sleep. Just looking around Norwich, see where it's good to get an oat milk flat white. What a beautiful day. Spent 40 quid on a Chinese last night for one. I know, don't judge. I bought everything. It was yummy actually, it was really delicious. And I only ate like half of it. Actually, that's what I can have for my lunch today. Okay, good plan, guys, great chat. And I've just been stopped and asked if someone could take a photo. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, of the dog. This is just reminding me, isn't it, Norwich? You're just keeping me in my place today, keeping me on my toes. <laughs> they're trying to get her to pose she always steals the show i've arrived at the correct theater and i can't see a poster anywhere and posters were expensive right they're expensive to print so i've just spoke to a guy in the theater and they've got them hiding under the desk so they're going to plaster them around for me yes hello or have you got colours? So outside they've got a massive chalkboard. So I very sneakily asked the guy if I can draw on the board outside and say that I'm on tonight so I can try and shift more tickets. So this is what we're doing. Yeah, and, and then, then you'll have to ask a theatre member of staff. Are you not a theatre member of staff? I'm the bar manager here. That's... <laughs> I am so sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> Brett, you're the best bar manager Theatre Playhouse has ever had. Thank you very much. Let's wheel our merchandise into the venue. Thank you. That's cool. You got it? Yeah. Okay, so he's through there, is he? Not too sure. He just was in the control room, so I have to turn the No worries. On. I'll go have a look. Thanks, Danny. <coughs> Enough. Oh, wow. Hello. It's a beautiful theatre. Green seats. Very old school. Is there a tech guy? Is this a tech guy? Hello. Hello. Are you are you my tech? Yes, I'm Pete. I'm a Hi, Pete. I was trying to call you today. I kept calling your number, but I don't have had the wrong number for you. No, it's because um, I left a voicemail message because I tried to. Um, did you get the message about the microphone? I haven't. I haven't. I've only just got here today because I've been. I only do certain hours. Oh no so worries. I, just. I yeah, I oh okay. Yeah. Well, um, a headset mic because mine's not working properly. All right. Well, Ollie, Ollie asked for one anyway. So you've got one anyway. Yes, Fab. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. Shout if you need me, I'll just be in the dressing room. Come, Benny. 
Oh yeah, and don't open doors until I say so. Like, yeah, don't don't start any music because I won't be like. So just yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll go straight out that way. Yeah, thank you. Just done my show setting lights and my pre-show lights and I've asked the tech if he's alright to play music as they're coming in and he said, oh, actually I'm not normally by the desk then. I like to go out and have an exhale outside <laughs> before the show starts. So I've asked him if he can stick around because somebody needs to hit my pre-show music. The venue want to take 10% of my merch and I don't know what for or why. I've come here, I've put up my own posters. I've put up my own signage and now they want 10% of my merch. So much of the tour is so expensive. And it just guarantees me some money. One venue I've been told about wants to take 25% of the merch. Sorry, for what? I order it myself, design it myself, deliver it myself, I carry it to the venues, I set it up, I sell it, I do a meet and greet with the audiences. I'm just going to have to say no. End of. I feel so much better. Gone for a walk in Norwich, sorted out the merchandise, and either not sell it or sell it and not pay any commission on it because there is not enough profit margin. Bernie's just been for poo, very happy, and now she's running around with all the freedom of somebody that's pooed it all out, Bernie, pooed it all out. I'm eating so much crap food. I need to learn how to eat healthy food. I just had onion rings chips with Bernie sauce. That's not healthy, that's not conducive to a successful tour. Bernie! So I need to find a way to eat like grapes and stuff. Oh my God, what have you just eaten? Someone's left a burger on the floor. You're a tramp! We're just gonna do a mic test. My mic has been failing at previous venues. Um, so we're gonna use the venue handheld mic, not handheld, sorry, um, the Madonna style mic. And I love the Madonna style mic. It makes it so much easier to move around and use your hands. And, um, and that's why you only ever wear one earring because the other one gets stuck. So there's some behind the scenes facts. My first outfit, the zip has buckled on my back, my little one piece. So, remind me of your name again? Lucinda. Lucinda's very kindly, currently helping me take my bra off and knotting me into a corset because that zip has failed me too. so well prepared and thank you to the audience member 
Who just helped me fix myself before I flashed everyone in Norfolk? so tired. I had a beautiful show in Norwich. They were so lovely and so up for it. They were so gorgeous. Oh, a standing ovation. I love standing ovations. They're my favourite. Thank you Norwich. I loved it. So I got a beautiful message saying the following. Louisa, from the second I saw you, I don't think I stopped smiling. Your stage presence is incredible. I didn't take my eyes off you. From start to finish, you were amazing. Your content had me laughing and crying. Sorry we didn't help with your bra crisis, but honestly, I thought you were going to have us on stage. And after all, you did what Beyonce would have done when you worked it. My friend had never heard of you, and she left saying you were the best comedian she's ever seen. You really touched her massively. Both her parents had died, and she felt every word. Thank you, Louisa. Please come back. You were incredible. Kiss, kiss, kiss. P.S. The lady shouting that behind me wasn't me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, buzzing. And then I've just logged in and seen a second message from somebody else. I think you need to seriously consider your content as a comedian. My girlfriend went to see your act tonight at the Norwich Playhouse and three people in the birthday celebration, inverted commas, came away in tears. My girlfriend has a very ill father with stage 4 bowel and stomach cancer. The birthday girl and her sister recently lost their mum. It's not a laughing matter. If you need therapy to resolve your own issues, I suggest you search that out. They were hoping to cheer up night out, which is obviously not what they got. All three of them in tears. Airing your tough experience is one thing. Entertaining people on a comedy night is something else. Refunds are welcome. Now that message, is, I wanted to have a knee-jerk reaction of saying well you didn't come to the show did you so how about that and number two did you know anything about me and I felt quite defensive and then I was like actually it's quite funny seeing the two differences one saying you're amazing and one saying that sharing them side by side and then actually I thought does a girl whose father is dying of stomach and bowel cancer could anything help her or make her feel any better or worse like she's going through hell she's going through the worst time the last thing she needs is some comedian screen grabbing a message that her boyfriend sent her because he's just trying to help, isn't he? And the support network is just trying to help. And actually, it's just very, very sad that people are having such a shitty time. And my shows are challenging and they are triggering for people. And I was like a bit relieved, like, oh, thank fuck you haven't come to see Politics for Bitches, Jesus. If you're going to cry, that wouldn't be worse. And part of me thinks, well, this show doesn't make sense because her father's dying and it's horrible. And when you haven't lost somebody yet, the fear is overwhelming. Whereas when you lose them, there's the hindsight and the bit of understanding in what I'm talking about. So that's not really the situation I wanted to end in. Um... But I'm thinking of him and his girlfriend and sending them all my love. 
because life is hard for people and I think when life is hard it's it's important just to take a minute stop take a breath and try and figure out what's the kind of thing to do knee-jerk reaction or try and have an understanding of where people are coming from with that said I am going to bed Watford I am coming for you tomorrow good night voice notes good morning Norwich I woke up early this morning 9am and I'm driving to Watford I don't think I've ever been to Watford before. Lord knows what's in Watford. Is it weird to have Chinese takeaway prawn crackers from three days ago? Probably. Okay, let's not eat that. Yes. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Remembered, I've got my Starbucks gift card from Kelly in Glasgow. So I'm going to pop into Starbucks and order a coffee frappuccino. Hi, darlings. Coffee frappuccino with oat milk, please. A swirl with salted caramel and pig swirl and a bottle of water. Thank you so much. Can I see if I can use that? How much I've got on there? Oh, she put ten. Oh, bless her. Thank you, Kelly. You've just got me my friggin' snack. Just arrived at Watford. What's your name? Kieran. Kieran, my tech guy, and Tom. Tom, my tech guy. Kieran, how many tickets do you think we've sold for today? Two hundred fifty. You're lying to me because I saw this morning you were on like hundred and twenty. There's more than that. I, can't, I literally checked it today. You can't, you can't, no, because another venue did this to me. It told me I'd sold 300 tickets and then I got an email literally two days ago saying, oh, sorry, there's a typo. It's actually 107. No, we'll, oh, we'll go cool. together. We'll go together. We'll Speak to Box Yeah. 600. 600. Uh, we're only selling stalls today and yeah. the number for the stalls is? Uh, 203. Woohoo! 203, bitches! That's amazing. That's very exciting. Sorry, she needs a poo. Bernie, this way. Bernie. Come on, you little legend. She's a girl. She's desperate for a poo. She might try and steal your sandwiches. So this is this is for you in here. Oh, hallelujah. Look at this dressing room, Bernie, for mummy. Uh, and some water as well for you. Legends. Um, come and have a look on stage. Oh, Watford. Watford, you're turning shit around. Bernie. Get out of the bin. Nothing interesting in there, sorry. Oh, yeah. Guys! Is it a, you wanted a stall with a table? Yeah. I this do. This is beautiful. And we've got some water and stuff for you as well. You legend! Okay, so just to describe the theatre, it's red velvet seats, kind of. Not velvet, but the other stuff, but that kind of idea. With gold foil, like balconies, and beautiful little dimming lights, stunning ceiling, all gold foil. Oh, this is gorgeous. Thank you so much. There's two lighting states that I'd like. Yeah, I'll sort that out for you. One lighting that. state is the show lights, obviously. Yeah. And the other show lighting state is the pre-show. Yeah. So when they're coming in. So pre-show, I like like a pink or purple wash. Anything that makes it look like a gay bar, basically. I've got pink and purple, so yeah. You're fucking on it. So pink and purple washes are coming in. Then when I'm doing Spotify playlist, I'll be on stage and I'll be like that. And that means next, next. Don't worry about crossfading. Don't worry about any of that. Just, just next song, next song. Okay. I don't have to be up here, it's just something I like doing. It's, <laughs> idea. it's just something that I like doing. Right. Um, and it calms me down because I'm too nervous. Um, so I like to open doors, if possible, 15 minutes before the show yeah, time. Yeah, I don't no know problem. what you're thinking, or 20 minutes, whatever. Yeah, 15, 15 20, it's up to you. Oh, great. Well, 20, it's easy, we're, we're flexible with that. Well, let's so. do that then, but let, make sure that I'm on stage and that we've all said hello to each other and that my mic's on and everything's set up. Yeah. And then we open doors and let them in. Yeah. Ben is on the whole stage like this, she just falls asleep. Pretty much like a spatchcock. 
Chicken like shoes down. <laughs> lights slowly come up here, house lights slowly go yeah, down. Exactly. Stop. Show starts here, yeah. Is there an interval? No. And how long roughly it's is quite the show? long. Eighty minutes. Fine. Yeah, that's just, it's just so we have it an idea. It was meant to be seventy five, but it's kind of been going on a lot. <laughs> that's longer. fine, that's fine. Because I get distracted and then they shout out stuff and then I go on a tangent and then I'm like, oh shit, I need to go back to the show and then I should really put it into a Linda, but I don't know how to do one yet. I'm going to stick to time though, today because I want to be in Birmingham by midnight. So <laughs> let's keep it snappy. Okay, I'll go and set up the lights. Tom, could, they, there's your mic. Should we just do a quick check it yeah, out? Yeah, if you want to fit that on. Just with Ellen at the Theatre Royal um, in Woolwich. Watford Palace. Watford Palace! <laughs> Um, now I'm never going to get booked again, am I? I'm at Watford <laughs> Palace with Ellen and we're talking about how the slog is harder, I think, for women and female comics. And Ellen agrees with me, don't you, yeah, Ellen? From, from a venue perspective, it's actually harder to book female comics even when you ask from promoters. And why is that? What's the, what's the difficulty? Because we're dictated to as to what our size is suitable for. So even when we're saying as a venue our values are we want to promote diverse talent we want to highlight women's talent within comedy it's a, always a numbers game and it's always about money and how much money they can make off us within particular spaces so this is too big for for this person that you're booking no right. nobody's ever said because female, yeah yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, but I, they're always female that is too big for yeah it's it's a lot of the names and do. that's what's so frustrating because so many male comics i know are you know presenting main channel shows and and prime time mm. shows and i feel like i'm a word of mouth comic like i'm a word of mouth success that's how i came across you thank yeah. you well, that's so, exciting so that, that is from um somebody else who works in the industry who came to see you initially and went you have to book this person oh that's amazing so it is, that's amazing it is that. but then, it's a longer slog because yeah, i was saying yeah. oh, look at this venue and i wish it was sold out and for me i'm like i know my show is good enough to play to a sold out room yeah. i know it's good enough. and they all come away loving it and they mate they're yeah. gonna lose <laughs> fucking tiny <laughs> man. i mean they're gonna love it tonight my job is to make whoever her many in the room love it it's just not that your heart sinks a bit, but it does sink a bit because you walk in, you go, oh my God, this is the dream. This is a beautiful venue. Mm. What I would give to have it full. Yeah, and it's, it is, yeah, and that's possible, but you're right, it's the slog. There is just a slog. And it's, it's almost from both sides as well because if as a venue if you're not going to go right we're entirely commercial and we're only going to book the things that are going to make the most money. If you go, we want to give Watford the best, you're punished for that then. Because you've then got to do the slog of, and you're you're highlighting yeah. all of these different people in Watford need to feel like this is their home and they belong here and this is the place for them and that's the future of regional theatre. Otherwise, people might as well go to Netflix. They're not going to come out for live experiences. So we have to provide the best, the best for Watford. Do you want to be my tour manager and you can just come round with me because <laughs> I love this little speech. This is so refreshing to hear. Oh, I'm, I'm really pleased. This I'm, is I'm really so refreshing to hear. It's you're you're. A th thousand percent on the money because that's the biggest thing is you go i want my show on netflix so i can sell out venues mm. but i love playing venues and everyone's got netflix at home they can watch yeah. so when people come into my show and i get them, they get their phone out i've sometimes said to these guys like we've had netflix it's real life now this is real life like be here with me be yeah. here with me be yeah. here with me you're so absolutely right that live experience mm. and making the local community know that there is shows and there is a voices and there are stories that they can relate to, that they can learn from, that they can empathise with. Seeing yourself in something yeah. and coming out feeling, I think, a, a bit better about life. You've got to feel better about it. And, and the venue itself, like, I mean, we've got a long way to go. 
with this this stuff we're getting wrong and that we know we are and we need to get better but it's that consistent and constant improvement and that's the bit that feels like a slog because you're like we've got this bit right but we're not quite there yet or the audience doesn't realize yet that we need to do this to go to the next step so then be going right like if, if we take these numbers like 210 to so that's 210 right, we go yeah. we go right next time 320 next yeah. time 430 but no but next time i want it full 210 because you go every one of you go home bring a friend that's yeah. all it takes and it, yeah then you've you, got 420 yeah, yeah because you're so busy thinking oh you need to reach new people and my friend was talking about this he's like you don't need to reach new people you need to get your existing customers to tell other people to tell other people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's absolutely that is is a word they and and the power of that experience can be so yeah we should say watford next time should be 420 easily and what's the capacity here um, 600 total. Well, 574 when you've got a sound desk in. Hilarious. Particularly, so, particularly 574. <laughs> yeah, this is great because I was going to cancel Watford because I thought, oh, the sales are too low and it's too close to London. And, and I get that because because of the risk that is involved from your side. Yeah, because the th- what people yeah. don't realise is if you don't break even on a show, it costs the artist, like it would cost me to come perform when I could go to London and make 200 quid for a, for a weekend set somewhere. Yeah. Rather than, oh, but I've, it's cost me money to come and do my yeah. hour and a half beautiful show. Yeah. Like, as much as I love Sickening, Watford, like, it is, it is, I can't it, afford that. It doesn't, it doesn't feel fair. Like, the, the amount of time and the justification of it doesn't feel fair. No. But, I mean, from the venue side, so we, we, we do everything on a split, but we, we obviously have to pay for the, the split. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's, but then it's in everyone's interest to sell out the show. Always, always. So that's my thing, is that it's like, it's like, if there's posters... Get them up in the freaking venue. Like, it's in your interest to have. Yeah, and contact everybody you can. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a long relationship, you and I. <laughs> good. I can tell. Good, good, good. Like, I can tell. You're one of... Um, you're totally on my wavelength. I cannot tell you how refreshing it is to hear this. I genuinely... really happy because I've had wonderful shows. Yeah. But I've been driving up, and I've been doing this... I'm 39 now, and I've been doing this... Since I've been doing touring solo shows since 2012, but comedy yeah. for longer than that. And um, I was just like, how much, like, how many more years of just going, please be good, like, please sell out, please break even. How many more miles? How much longer is it going to take? Like, I swear I'm good enough, I swear I'm good enough, and I'm doing all the other things around it, Dude, which is great, and I need to, but, but it's also... my side, it's also, don't lose that, Christ, because it's like, it's... it's and, and I know that's sort of... <laughs> It's, Listen, it's the only I, thing that sort yeah, of matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, be, and, and you know, and I see it when audiences come out and I see their messages and you should see the messages I get from people, like they're stunning messages. And I go, I know I'm doing the right thing, but I go, well, if I'm as good as that on my show, would I have to concentrate on all this other shit? Imagine how good I'd be if I just had to concentrate <laughs> on the show. Like, guys, um, she says that, I'll probably go out there and die on my ass now if no, I'm saying that. Won't. But like, um, <laughs> but yeah, I am, um, thank you. No, thank you. So we're going to open doors. How many have you got in? At the minute, about 220. Yes, mate. Let's let these bitches in. Are you happy with the mic, Tom? Mic check, mic check, mic check, yep. As soon as the music's on, Tom, open doors. Let's do it, Bernie baby. My sweet girl. Right, hello, who can I help? Who wants what? Hi. Oh, I was just going to say thank you. Oh, you're so good. Did you enjoy it? Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was wicked. I loved it. Oh, I'm so pleased. I really liked it.
Oh, that was amazing, Watford. I loved that so much. That was so much fun. Bernie, go for a wee. You're not eating. Go for a wee. Wee, 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 wee. I loved that. That was an amazing show. And I'm so glad I have to drive back to Birmingham because I'd like nothing more than to stay and party. And I want to come back to Watford. The skedaddle, Bernie. You two are legends. Listen, if I'm ever touring, like in a big arenas, I feel like you two could be like my team. Hit me up, too. Like, I feel like you two are, Hit me up. are solid. Well, you, you, you'll probably be back here soon, enough. Fucking better be. I loved it. Come back here, then we'll design it, then we'll go on tour. <laughs> oh my God, how could you design it? What, yeah, what do you design? Take it off Spotify. You, you can end up with like 30 lighting cues. Oh my God, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh my God, let's do it. Okay. Shattered. Cheers. I'm not going to breathe on you in case because lots of people have had me in touch with me and they probably all got COVID. <laughs> and now I probably got COVID, but you've got a mask on. But thank you so See much you for being wicked. Yeah, no worries. Because when I first called the venue, and I won't lie, and I was like, where are you? And the guy was like, I don't know where you are. Just keep driving. Oh, that's probably, <laughs> and I was, like, was that the box office number? Yeah, yeah, because I tried like loads of numbers. Did you hear? No one round. He was like, yes, it's here. I was like, Peter blessing. He tries, he tries. Listen, and when he came in, he was like, oh, I got very flustered. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm already bad now because I've just taken the piss out of you. Oh. <laughs> he was very sweet. But I was a bit like, where's your fucking venue? Yeah, yeah. Where's the door? Let me in. Where's, where's the fucking door? And then you came out and were like, guys, it's cool. Just come in. I've just got come in. Time. Yeah, we've got loads of time. We're going to have dinner. Yeah, we want dinner. Let's yeah. just get this time and have dinner. <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay, thank you so yeah, much, no Barry. Worries, See you well. soon. Thank you. I'm so chuffed. Like, I'm genuinely, genuinely really happy. I've done really well. And still on my own, up and down the country, to think how it started to how I feel now. It's just... Yeah. And I got a standing ovation. Did I tell you about a standing ovation today? I love my standing ovation sausages. Oh, you actually put my bedroom light on. I love it when she does that, when she leaves a little light on for me. Good night, everyone. Good night.